Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Nintendo!
Welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat for the week of June 5th, 2014, and we are a week away from E3. I am your host, Jose Otero, and joining me in this trip through the maddening world of video games editorial is Per Schneider. Willkommen! Okay. That's, <laughs> <laughs> we all just That's German. Like, I don't even want to say anything because you always look confused. Yeah. That's you are really? German for welcome. Oh, got it. Okay, uh-huh. cool. And then also Brian Altano. Hi, that was a really quick welcome, you feel. Yeah. Like, yeah. Welcome to the week. Oh, okay, we got it out of the way. Because yep. he didn't, he didn't want to say. Yep. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Thank yeah. you. Well, you guys did it on your own. All right, yeah, cool. Welcome. So we're going to be joined by Marty at some point. Uh, someone want to do a quick Marty impression just for the folks? Uh, all right, good enough. Go. Um, he'll be here in a few <laughs> minutes, hopefully, so he'll kick the door in and we'll get ready to go. Let's start really quick with some games we've been playing, actually, before we go into sure. question of the week. So, Brian, you've been playing a bunch of indie games. Why don't you go down yeah, some of that Yeah, I've been playing a bunch list. of cool stuff on Wii U. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was playing this game called Little Do or It'll Do? It'll Do. Uh, it'll Do. Yeah, um, Little Do. Which took me a second to be like, oh, it, it means like, oh, it'll do. Like, that'll do. Like, that's fine. That's okay. And it's cool. It's a top-down Zelda-style uh I guess action RPG, but very, very light on the RPG elements. It's very much um, – it, it feels like something that would have happened around the NES or the Game Boy okay. era. But with a lot more personality and a lot – Oh, and really good animation too. And great animation, yeah, right? I but I think looks. just in terms of gameplay, it's, it's very simple, um, very Zelda-esque. A little bit like Link Between Worlds. You're this guy with uh, blonde hair. You've got a tunic and you're running around. You've got a stick. Instead of a fairy, you've got this little squirrel. And uh, it's kind of light on combat and kind of a little heavier on puzzles, which is really cool. A lot of like sliding block puzzles. A lot of the stuff Mm. that you use the wand stuff for in like Link Between Worlds and A Link to the Past um, is very present here. And it's uh, it's ten bucks and it's great. I I think you can beat it in a few hours. Yeah. Um, And I'm I'm actually really enjoying it. I was I was hearing people were kind of mixed about it, and I went and and played it out, and I was like, you know what? This is actually it's not a full fledged Zelda, but it feels like something to hold me over until the next. And that is one of the. New the indie games that are supporting Unity, right? Yeah. Uh, so uh, folks may have seen it on PC, but um, I got to talk to the developer at GDC, and he told me one of the things that piqued my interest was he talked about how that game was being designed with uh, speedrunners in mind, mm, and as someone who likes to follow part of that scene, I thought that was t- kind of cool, right? That you know they're not only looking for ways to find exploits and things for people to do to just kind of shortcut and find the optimal path, but that that was. I don't know if that I've ever heard someone mention that was part of the design. Yeah, initially, it's, it's, you know? uh, it's that's what I love about indies. They'll do def- something like that. It's definitely designed where it's uh, you can kind of go in your own direction and you do things in your own course of events that you that you'd like to do them in. So I kind of like that, especially off off of uh, off of Link Between Worlds. It's okay. nice to play something that's kind of open like that. Sure. Uh, you playing any other indies? Anybody else uh, playing? Yeah, I started a thousand and one spikes, which is really dope. Uh, yeah. I like it. It's um, I would uh, if you're if you want to get the Wii U version, I would wait a little bit until they patch it, which apparently they're doing. Um, it's from uh, Nicholas, which N- is and Nicholas published yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. which is basically the same publisher as uh, Cave Story. And yeah, that's right. V V V V V V V. Yeah, they're also publishing. Uh, what's that game by the uh, the Team Me creator? Who uh, it's sort of like a roguelike. Yep. Um, with a you know oh, that, that game. Yeah, that game. Mm-hmm. You don't know. You don't know what I'm talking about. No, it was supposed to come out. It was supposed to come on 3ds, yeah. and then it got uh, it got canned, uh, which was unfortunate. Really, Binding of Isaac. Yes. Yeah, oh, that's Binding okay. of Isaac. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're doing a, a great game. Ver- publishing um, version. So Thanks Thousand and One Spikes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Thousand and One Spikes is fun. Right now, it doesn't have any off-screen stuff, which mm-hmm. is like apparently they're patching it. They wanted to get it out day and date as the other mm-hmm. console versions. Okay. Um, and it's right now on 3ds and Wii U. It's instead of fifteen dollars like it is everywhere, it's ten dollars and one cent. 
which is a thousand and one. It's kind of cool. Clever, clever. uh, There's some issues right now with some of the multiplayer controllers syncing and stuff like that. But if you want like a really brutal kind of action platformer to play, uh, old school retro, uh, hard as hell. Feels like an NES game, but it's really fun. Very trial and error. Like you, you, you feel yourself getting rewarded as you move forward. Uh, Check it out. It's ten bucks. It's pretty fun. I'm enjoying it. I'm gonna spend spend more more time with it this weekend before we three. Yeah, I've played uh, that in co-op as well, and I gotta say it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, it's sort of, I mean, it's not Smash Brothers per se because there's we played an objective mode where there was like a pot of money and you're gaining money as you're holding the pot. It's kind of like capture the flag or oh, yeah, uh, yeah. even uh, like uh, what's that game uh, in in Halo? There's a mode where you're sort of carrying a skull around and you're getting building points. Uh, but it's every man for themselves, and it has really fun homages to previous you know the the old era of games there's a guy who looks like mario there's a guy who looks like simon belmont there's a guy mm-hmm. who looks like yeah. uh, link yeah and uh we we were playing four player matches with uh, tyrone from nicalis and it was a lot of fun yeah um, i think yeah. like um if you're a wii u owner this is just kind of like the landscape right now like you're going to get the occasional big triple a game from nintendo and then you're going to get a bunch of cool little things like this so mm-hmm. you know be open to it check it out i know that like historically third party stuff doesn't sell well on nintendo but i think that's when it's just like you know, a, stuff like Call of Duty, I don't think people find synonymous with Nintendo games. But, like, mm. cool top-down RPGs and action platformers, like, if you're a Nintendo fan, like, this this shit is for you. Awesome. All right. So, let's uh, then let's talk about a game we're all been playing, because Pear's a little silent right now. But what? he has played a little <laughs> bit. I've played a bunch of stuff. Okay. Uh, but mostly Mario Kart. I mean, that yeah. is... Yeah. Uh, I joined the IGN tournament on Sunday. Right. You set Good it up job. for, I think, what was it, 6.30? Yeah, something like Every that. 6.30 Pacific to 11.30 Pacific. Yep. A bunch of you Sunday guys... Because most of you aren't working that day, hopefully. Yeah, so definitely look at Jose's Twitter feed to get the code to yeah. find it. But um, we are all on, uh, on, on route to E3 this Sunday, so we're not going to be able to join ourselves, but you can still play. And uh, and you're announcing the rankings, right, in your, in mm-hmm. your podcast article. Yep, yep, so, yep, yep. yeah, definitely join. And once we're back, we'll, we'll take part two. Yeah, and thanks for racing with us, by the way. Yeah. Like a bunch of folks, I saw, I got a lot of tweets, <laughs> folks sending me messages like, oh, this was a lot of fun. And I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. We're it was awesome. At, I, was, I was in a room and everybody went, welcome, 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 welcome. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> so it's great. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't in that room. <laughs> it is. It is uh, it's really awesome to see this game out in the wild and seeing mm-hmm. how much people are loving it. Uh, mm-hmm. that we've sort of like, We've been trying to preach that for a couple of weeks now, and obviously everyone knew it was going to be great, but we had mm. to kind of bottle it a little bit because, yep. you know, I, I hate to be the guy to be like, we've been playing it for a month, and it's great. But now that it's out there, people are going crazy for yep, it. Yep. They're finding stuff that I didn't even see, like yep. the whole Luigi. Luigi memes. Yeah. Out of control I mean, I, didn't, right I never now. noticed any of that while playing the you game. Didn't? Oh, well, I never there's noticed so much meme mugging happening in Mario Kart. That he's just Kart. like straight up grilling everybody. They like, grill yeah. each other like all the time. You pass them on to the race car, they're like, that <laughs> mean stare, <laughs> and then they just go by. It's great, <laughs> So yeah. I love that people have kind of latched onto that. It's yeah, really yeah, fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. It's subtle. So that's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Been playing a little Watch Dogs. Of course, not on Wii U yet. Sure. Mm-hmm. Or ever. Yeah. We'll see. I don't think it will be. I think yeah. I think if anything, straight up cancel it, Ubisoft. I'm sorry. Like it's pretty good. I just don't think you're gonna get anywhere with that. We'll later. see. I mean Ubi is always Well, I've supportive. seen the PlayStation three port and it yeah. did not look that impressive. And yeah. I'm just mm-hmm. like if this is what it's gonna look like on Wii U, yeah. it is also I, I think people uh now that I've I've really gone I've played about fifteen hours of watchdogs mm-hmm. and I'm only, playing a lot. That's right. Only twenty five percent of the campaign, mm-hmm. which is crazy. That means yeah. I'm just like getting really caught up in all the other stuff wow. um, I don't really see I think it, when when we first saw Watch Dogs and uh, we heard it was coming to Wii U there was a lot of excitement over the potential in which like hacking could work with the game yeah. that could and be I think dope just, I agree I think people thought the idea worked because in the game, Aiden's holding this device at all times. Mm-hmm. It's his phone. And in reality, you're holding the gamepad. So maybe there's something that could work there. But hacking is 
mostly like a simplified button press in that mm-hmm. game and i don't really see how the gamepad could benefit so great from it aside from a mini map which you know is happening at all times in the corner of the screen anyway um if it does come to wii u check it out if you're interested in it but uh this is not the game that's going to blow the lid off the that that gamepad functionality that we've wanted for so mm-hmm. long for yeah. so long you know the like, stuff i thought would be interesting with the gamepad is to actually like spy on you uh, on other players that are online that yeah. are on, on your friends list you know actually have like a stream of where they are and then mm-hmm. decide to hack and jump into their game oh, yeah. that yep. kind of stuff oh, yeah. could be really cool mm-hmm. but I, just, I yeah it's kind of like it's the game is doing really really well um, so the question is, you know, will will Ubisoft just you know give it another chance on the on the Wii U? Maybe they're doing something special like yeah. a director's cut. We'll well, I gotta, and I got to give the Ubisoft some props though, even though I just said what I said because Zombie U took total advantage of the gamepad. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, gamepad. Yeah. Even if, if sometimes it felt gimmicky. It still found really smart ways to use it. Mm-hmm. And so I have a lot of faith in them. If they if this port does come out, that they'll do something cool with it. Sure. I just hope they're going to put in the TLC to do it. I- you I just know. wonder why, why, if they really weren't going to bring it out, why didn't they cancel it yet? They keep on saying, no, no, it's still coming, right? Yeah. So, But you it, also know it's – like going into that decision, it, because the other versions are out, like is it really going to sell? Yeah. You know? I, th- like, I think it, they're – maybe All the marketing is passed. Maybe May and June is the deciding factor, like how many we use Mario Kart can move. You know, mm. so maybe Ubi's looking That's at that. That's a smart observation. Saying, maybe, yeah, maybe like with that. more machines out in the channel and, and Nintendo support, they'll do it. We'll yeah. see. I mean, we we just don't know. So I've been I've been playing that a bit too. It's it's pretty good. Yeah, I'm not like it's not my favorite game of all time, or it's mm-hmm. not my favorite Ubi game. I really I prefer Far Cry. I prefer prefer the last Assassin's Creed, but I I do enjoy it. Really? Now, you you actually you like it better than Assassin's Creed? No, I like, oh, Assassin's, like Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed? The yeah, last yeah. Assassin's Creed was awesome. See, I really I, loved I, it. I I don't I, I think that I'm enjoying. Enjoying this as a world more because a yep. it's, it's modern, which I've wanted them to do for ages with an Assassin's Creed game, and b uh, you don't feel like this like sticky ball that is just attaching to everything like you do when you're playing Assassin's Creed. Yeah, like every, everywhere you go, you you're like you're creeping along in Assassin's Creed. You press a button and you jump out into the crowd, yeah, and yeah. You're, you go to climb something sure. by accident. Um, Watch Dogs is a lot more subdued than that. There isn't. People are calling it like, oh, it's modern day Assassin's Creed. Absolutely not. No, it's like, more like not, GTA. Yeah, yeah like you're the, not scaling yeah. buildings and you yep. know, uh, belaying off of things and all that stuff like that. Okay. So, yeah. all right. So uh, let's then talk about the game that we actually all have been playing, which is Tomodachi Life. Yeah, it comes out Friday, June sixth. Uh, you can download it on the eShop, and you should totally hear Pear's creation. Of Tal Blemage. You want to hold that up to the mic right there, sir? So Tal is our, uh, you know, the head of editorial here. And Mm -hmm. uh, I just just did a random voice, and the first one that came up was perfect. So (laughs) pick the edit and let him. uh... So he's super hungry. And like, this is the thing about that game (laughs) that, this is the thing that creeps me out about the game is that, you know, you, uh, you, you. There you go. It's so weird. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the speech synthesis thing, you can do this intonation thing where like everything ends in a question like that. You can, you know, raise and lower the voice. And it's mm-hmm. just like, like you feel like you're, you're like eight years old when you do that kind of stuff. But it oh, yeah. is hilarious to take your friend's me and then completely mismatch oh, my the God. clothes, it's... the voice. Oh, have you seen what Pear's you know, wearing in my game? No. He's got a hamster suit. Oh, oh I, I, put that on, I put that on you in my game. Oh. You're like, I want a new outfit. And it's weird. You, you, so um, I, the personality stuff Tell is... Tell stories. <laughs> the personality stuff is really fascinating because I'm finding uh, more than ever, and I don't know if this is just pure coincidence, 
<coughs> or the way they've set it up. But a lot of my friends and people I know in real life that I've put into the game are uh, very similar to the the way they are in real life. Like Jose, uh, he he was like he was like oh he's quiet and he likes to read and he studies. And, he, uh-huh. and then it was like he was like hey I would really like some new clothes. So I gave him like a flannel shirt. And he was like, "Oh, I love this." Uh, and then I was like, "I was like, my, he, a couple of days go by, and he's like, oh, you know, I'm, I think I want some new clothes.'" And I gave him this like squirrel outfit, and he's like, "I hate this." Yeah, <laughs> my Jose did like not me. like uh, like the uh, cutoff T-shirt. Well, yeah, well, yeah. That, not I, well cut. I'm glad you. Uh, well, and you can add catchphrases to the. Oh yeah, yeah. There, oh, yeah. 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 Like crazy. Yeah. You can add like I'm going to give you raps, raps, but the voice you you kind of stretch the limits of the voice stuff when you start messing around with catchphrases or words that have specific um, pronunciation mm-hmm. because something like. Uh, uh, I think I put for Jeremy Parrish, who's a friend of ours, um, you know, Viva Retronauts, but it sounds like it's right. like real retro right. notes, and it just doesn't sound right, and you go, I wish there was a way to fix that. You got the catchphrases, you can't do the pronunciation. With your name, though, you my can. name is spelled with two yeah. E's, so uh-huh. if I put in pear, it says yeah, pear, so alter the way it sounds. I, I altered yeah. it, so um, it actually says pear now, so that's yeah. great. But you bring up a great point in that it's hilarious when the, the friends you have in real life do something that is sort of within the range of how they would behave in, 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 in the game. I mean, yeah. um, I just find that really funny. Like Jeremy had a dream that uh, there was a hat trap. And you know how Jeremy likes his hats? Like yeah. he loves like buying like designer or really nice. Uh, he likes to dress well. Um, and he can tell it was a trap when he was standing under. He ran out. Meanwhile, Pear had the same dream. He walked under the hat and it fell on him. <laughs> I have never happened? seen a hat before, so I didn't I, know what it did. Yeah. So the dreams are hilarious. The context and the it's and very the, strange. The, and it's, I really feel like this. This is a. Uh, it's one of those like it's kind of a cop out, but I think this game is as interesting as what you put into it. No, oh, for sure. Um, and I, I feel like if you're if you don't have any me's or you don't care about any of that. I mean, at this point, like if you if you wanted to import characters in your game, you could just. Google me Q- QR codes and mm-hmm. find anybody in the world who's ever been made that you want to put in there. True. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what I want to put in there? I want to put a bunch of 90s rappers <laughs> and my friends and then some pop stars. So I have like – right now I have Ice Cube. I have Flava Flav. I have Lil Wayne and Snoop Dogg and then Katy Perry. And little – like Ice Cube, I, I have just completely hum- like humiliated them. <laughs> I've given them the highest voice and he's like – Ice Cube, I'm hungry. <laughs> and then Fl- Flavor Flav and Lil Wayne, like Lil Wayne, I gave him the deepest voice possible. He's like, "What's up? I'm Lil Wayne. How are you? I need some new apartments. I need to go out." And then Snoop Dogg was like, "I want to meet Katy Perry. She seems cool." And I'm like, "Snoop Dogg, you've done songs with her before in real life. You should know all about her." Yeah. So it, it's kind of just. Funny. By the way, Brian is like sitting in his co- in his the corner of his room, like lots of pillows thrown down, <laughs> and he's like talking to his DS. Snoop Dogg, you already know Katy Perry. That's totally. <laughs> It's really fun. It's really uh, fun, and it's it's like I I don't know why it's hooking me. I really don't because it's very basic. Yeah. it's very simple. It's super thin on gameplay, and it's a lot more about observation than it is actually the notion of how we perceive video games. This completely goes against that. Yeah. It even goes against Animal Crossing one hundred percent. Although I think it has some of the potential of Animal Crossing. Just yeah. in what you put in is what you get out. It's, it is. It's, it's talent studio. I mean, that's to that's me it. the evolution. Yeah. It's, it's like the, put people into the thing and see how crazy they look doing something. Right? It, feel, it feels yeah. like Talent Studio with a mix of a very, very, very slow-moving WarioWare. Mm, where yeah. it's just like every now and then, like especially like the thing you mentioned, the dream stuff. Uh, when you when you so the, there's this apartment complex that basically uh, compartmentalizes the all the characters in the game. Yeah. And if there's a light on, you click on the window, and then you go in, then you talk to them, see how they're doing. If they're hungry, you give them some food, and maybe they get sick or they love it and they go crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes they're having dreams or nightmares, and you can click on them, and it's just like. 
it's it's like the weirdest, most bizarre, most surreal yeah. things. And when you get out of it, there's like an item next to their bed, like a fish or like a, That's a pepper. And it's so weird. It's yeah. so strange. It's super Japanese, but I'm really enjoying it because it's just like this uh, – it's this fun little toy I can just kind of pop in and check up on whenever it's, I want. It's for a, a schoolyard game, one hundred percent. I mean, it's designed for a younger audience to just have fun and you know put put all the little friends in there and see what mm-hmm. happens and who falls in love with yeah. whom and yeah. so who goes I, to Japan for their honeymoon. I put that myself. I put myself in the game. I got married in Jose. I put myself game. in the game and I put my fiance in the game. Mm-hmm. And my myself. I also put Zelda in the game okay. myself keeps being like yo we gotta talk I really love Zelda I gotta tell her <laughs> uh-huh. like, no you, your girlfriend lives right down the hall she's gonna find out about this <laughs> yeah. shit uh-huh. you know, um, yeah that, that's uh, really funny that you mentioned that too because I feel like that's when it gets a little weird especially when you're an adult and you see these relationships start blossoming and it's like um, but it, it's also a little open. I mean, Tomodachi uh, life, and rightly so, got slammed for, you know, its position on sort of a very Puritan, like, marriage, marriage yeah. you know, yeah. perspective, where it's like only male and female. Um, and that's unfortunate because I think I, they, they should not have fell for that. I think it was NOA's job to warn them yeah, that that I, was going to be an it's, issue it's here not versus even, Japan. It's not but, even like a tradition, a, a position. It doesn't feel like they're going, well, a marriage is between a – No, But it's just I know, that they don't even just, give you that option. is very stupid. No, them. yeah, and it, and it comes across that way. I don't yeah. think that was their intention either. If I said that, my bad. No, it's uh, fine. But I will say that um, at le- one thing I did admire is that it's not always the guy proposing. Like yesterday, the marriage mm-hmm. with Pear and someone else, like the, the female proposed. She was mm-hmm. like, I want to propose to him. And she got down on one knee and did the th- you know put up yeah. the ring. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Did yeah, the they mix it up. Um, yeah, I almost said that. The, uh, the, just the bizarre interactions that happen in this game between characters, they make no sense whatsoever. Yeah. Like, so I had um, – I have Samus <laughs> in my game and Flava Flav. And Samus was like – Flava Flav was like, oh, I have to go meet somebody on the roof. And he goes up to the roof, and Samus shows up with a mustache and sunglasses so nobody can recognize her. And she's like, my feet smell like tomato soup. <laughs> and he was just like, the fuck? <laughs> and they both walk away, and that's the end of the cutscene. That's the whole scene. I'm like, why does this exist? Why yeah. do I watch this? Very strange humor. Yeah. Yeah. So if, weird. if you rolled up in, the, in a ball for hours on end, your feet would smell too. <laughs> um, All right. That's like the one limitation I wish like the me creator was at this point more flexible to let you create more like, yeah. you know, characters. Like let me create flexible. a real Samus lookalike rather mm. than a, you know, person and kind of cleverly moving the eyes around. I mean, it's it's fun to do that, like to see what you can create so with the limited options. So you just wish it was options. easier to do? I yeah. wish it was a more full-fledged character creator at this point because people would take it and create, you know, all mm-hmm. sorts of like characters like Master Chief and, and yeah. you know. See, I, I feel like it's just yeah. right. I mean, true, you can't do the Master Chief thing, especially because he has no face. Like, how would that even work? No one knows what he looks like. No, but that's what but, I'm uh, saying, to be able to do yeah. the armor, right? But the like, it more goes, of a like, like, you know how uh, like Elder Scrolls or uh, some EA Sports games do character creations and you could just do the most deformed yeah. skin possible? And that's when I'm just like, I don't really care for all that, man. Like, I think uh, that's can, too I think much. It, I think it's right I think at, that's too right much, at but, the edge. But think about like the whole kind of like being able to create a suit of armor kind of a thing. That would take care of so many video game characters you know mm-hmm. people would create all the Marvel characters and it's oh, really sure. hard yep. to do right now yeah. right like sure you can do like a blonde guy with long hair but you can't do like Thor's helmet or you something. can do like a bootleg Spider-Man made out of eyebrows yeah and that's it <laughs> and, no, that's and I, re- I really like that but because yeah. the hair color um, options are so limited you you can't really do a lot you oh, know sure. and so yeah, yeah no I mean that's a fair but, point um, and yeah just for folks at home if you're interested we'll definitely have a review up on IGN so make sure you read that 
And uh, if you do pick up this game, I'm actually curious to hear your Tomodachi life experiences. Yeah. So please email that over to us at nvc at ign.com. Let, let, us, let us know how different your character is in the game than it, than it is in real life. Because mine in the game loves salad Hates pizza. What? And I'm like, how did this happen? Wow. <laughs> Sacrilege. That might She's be Ryan. That might be Ryan Altano. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Your twin <laughs> brother. Twin. Have we talked about that on no. the show yet? No. Okay. We'll, we'll save that for people. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's uh, quickly talk then about one more thing. Actually, two more quick news items. So Mario Kart 8's off to a pretty good start. Uh, I wanted to bring this up earlier when we were talking about the memes, but the game sold 1.2 million units across North America, Europe, and Japan. Mm-hmm. In the first um, weekend. And it's first weekend. Uh, just for context for folks, the game launched on May 29th in Japan, May 30th in North America and Europe, and May 31st in Australia. So it's a nice start. This, There's maybe 6 million Wii's in the world, Wii U's in the world yeah, right now yeah. and 1.2 million, so it, not a, counting new, say, like new systems sold. That's pretty it's good. It's a great attach rate. Um, yeah. we, we, this weekend we were living this really bizarre – alternate dimension that I grew up remembering. What, people talking happily about Nintendo games? Where everyone was happy about a new Nintendo game, and it was selling really well. It was awesome. It was like, man, this, we've heard none, we've heard nothing but the opposite about this since the Wii U launched. Like, it was all negativity, Mm -hmm. bad sales, don't buy it, Nintendo this, they screwed up this and that. Um, This weekend, Nintendo updated their OS. It's faster. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's our next news story, thank you. You can boot right, you can boot right to Mario Kart in, in like, 25 seconds. A lot faster Um, than before. Everyone's playing cart and loving it. There's like it's on local news. Like the Luigi stuff is getting out there, um, and it's selling really well. So that's sort of like everything's kind of working at the same time. Mm-hmm. I I just I hope they can. Keep I hope that. it scales. I hope it lasts. Me right? too. But yeah. but I mean, just looking at our comments, you know, it's the typical kind of fanboy wars between people who feel like you know they have to back their Xbox or their PlayStation or their Wii U like it's their president of their. I'm rolling my eyes as <laughs> you then, say this. But there but there are also a lot of people who I I saw comments from people saying hey. Just picked up a Wii U. I really love this game. Oh, yeah. Some people saying I saw a couple of comments too saying like this game. I really don't like this game. I can never catch up with the first player. And like I respond, I'm like, hey, you really need to learn how to drift. And the the guy responded, drifting. There's drifting in the game. Like yeah. you can actually see that there is a more casual audience signing on and mm-hmm. leaving comments about it. You know, who are not that familiar with the game. Yeah. I don't think it was Punky Man. I think it was serious. Mm-hmm. Which is no, awesome. I, I was yeah. I, and then, I was at a bar yesterday and saw a bunch of people. They had Mario Kart Eight playing casually at this. Uh, bar in San Francisco and that was a problem happening and I noticed people not they drifting they don't drift going. they slow down for the curves and they don't do the hop uh, like when they hit a ramp they don't do any tricks they and do so that they fire don't get, hopping you see online yeah, yeah they don't get down. the boots yeah. um, but there were also um, there were also people who were asking questions about the Wii U like how do you update the system software and it's like alright that means that guy just got his Wii U mm-hmm. because otherwise yeah. you'd know it yeah. automatically yeah. updates yeah for sure yeah. I, I think that uh, Mario Kart uh, it's sort of it transcends a lot of where we are mm-hmm. right now in the industry and as gamers. Uh, the, all the arguments we're having about uh, resolution and and price and delays and all like the you know which OS is better on which console and mm-hmm. all this there's just constant hatred and vitriol and anger coming from everywhere. And then Mario Kart is like the polar opposite of that. It's just pure joy. Yeah. It's so much fun. It's so beautiful. Everyone who's played it has walked away going, man, that's really awesome. It's really I'd say fun. most of them. I've yeah. still seen some tweets or uh, responses from folks that they're not as jazzed or impressed by it, but ultimately I think it's more positive than even that I've, voice right There now. are I, some people that will never let go of uh, Mario Kart for Super NES being the best Mario Kart of all well, time. Or the, I, I mean, they're, Dash. they're I mean, legitimate their complaint is if you love battle mode more than anything in Mario sure. Kart, you are going to be disappointed by this incarnation. The racing is yeah. great and the tracks are awesome. Well, and the online is is solid, but you're not talking yeah. to anyone. Like, there's mm-hmm. 
there's wins and dis- slight disappointments. But I think the big positive shift is you are seeing a major, another major Nintendo franchise for the first time in HD. And man, does it make a difference. Oh, it makes a huge yeah. difference it, to see Nintendo yep. in HD. And it's one of the, I think it's one of the best, visually, it's one of the best games they've made yet. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. no I think it's visually there. one of the best games out right now. Yep. I've um, been debating that with Fran a lot. Let me tell you, you cannot get into an argument with Fran about visuals. You will be there for a while. Well, because there's, this is the thing. <laughs> I and love them. And, 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 you know, some Respect. people we work with and some people I work with and, and, and you know, the, our commenters and stuff like that all the time. There's a, there's a big disparity between um, what the visual fidelity of something versus the art style that gets put mm-hmm. into it, right? And I think mm-hmm. that that goes a long way. And we've talked about this a lot, obviously, as Nintendo fans. I mean, Wind Waker is one of those games that I feel like forever will stand the test of time, whereas, right. like... Call of Duty 2008, probably not so much, but uh, art style, like just the char- the 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 sort of the character and and the passion that goes into Luigi's face when he's making that turn, right? Or Mario's mustache as it how alive they like, are, yeah. Stuff like that. It's it's the sort of like that Disney Pixar school yep. of you oh know, yeah that that sort of life and love that that gets put into something does a lot more than the the best resolution brick texture. And I, and I wish people would focus on that a little bit more, right? Yeah. Because there have been games in the past that were, you know, ran at a lower resolution but looked absolutely gorgeous. And I feel like this kind of, this proxy of judging graphical fidelity by saying something is 1080p or 720p, I think most of us completely ignore. It's it's a waste of time, right? Yeah, like, yeah. The, yes, you can tell a difference between resolutions and, and whether you're using anti-aliasing or any of these graphical techniques, but Mario Kart runs at 720p, not at 1080p. There are lots of people out there who are commenting saying, Saying like, look at this game running at 1080p. It's like you can't tell that it's not running yeah. at 1080p. So just drop it. Like focus on the fact that the tracks look good, the textures are pretty, that it has vibrant graphics, and that when Donkey Kong overtakes you, like he screams and opens his mouth, and it looks awesome yeah. when he does it. I right? almost feel like that whole culture, uh, and not to get too dry on this because we're about to end this, but I feel that mm-hmm. whole culture of how many P's and the advantage of like uh, graphical fidelity was always PC gamers between PC gamers and console gamers. Right, the PC crowd would always kind of sneer and go. And snicker and say, you know, your games are cool on console, but they look so much better on PC. And I'm going 10 times past 1080p mm-hmm. like w- with resolutions and everything they can do. And I have, like, respect if that's something that's for you. But um, you should still kind of open up to other experiences, man. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't find it offensive that, for example, one common complaint with Mario Kart 8, not anti-aliased, right? Yep. You still see some jaggy, you know, mm-hmm. edges on, on uh, polygons and... Some folks look at that and they go like, ugh, I can't. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, that's unfortunate because you're missing out on a really good game It's here. cutting my yeah. eyeballs. No, I Maybe. feel like – I, th- I think the resolution debate, I mean, obviously on PCs, if you have a great monitor and a great rig and you crank up the resolution, it looks awesome, right? How much and that like, rig costs you? And it, well, well it, will, <laughs> yeah. it would be expensive. But if you're the kind of gamer who wants to spend that kind of money, you're getting a top – uh, performance out of out of a That's game. Right. You get games that look better than on consoles. There's no question about it if the game is done right. Doesn't impact, you know, the art style and all of that. Nope. Um, I think the 1080p debate was just like in the lack of anything that differentiates Xbox One and PS4 now, people are grasping on to, you know, how do you define the differences in other ways? And one yeah. is, well, the PlayStation 4 does have slightly more power. You can't, you know, you, in order teraflops, to put a number on it. Teraflops. But that's meaningless, right? In order to put a number <laughs> on it, you are using resolution sure. as a proxy. Exactly. Or frame rate yeah. and all that. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, and, and none well, of this is new. I mean, I grew, yeah. I grew up. 
in the lunchroom debates between the Super Nintendo and the Genesis mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, and, and the new consoles would come out and we'd be like, well, how many bits does it have? We yeah. look, we look, we would have magazines that had terrible photographs of some TV, yeah, but of the Genesis version of Aladdin versus Super Nintendo version. Well, this one's got better pixels. And yeah, sure. I guess, though, uh, just this la- is not, last, this is not last new thing, is what I'm no, saying. No, it's not. Yeah, I think as veterans of, of those wars and debates, we're all just kind of like looking at this going, eh, yeah, who yeah. cares? You and know? There, I mean, there's some people who write for say like hey you guys are, are playing in that whole um, you know you, you guys are encouraging this debate too because when there's a, a, a publisher announcing resolution for a game and a discrepancy between the PS4 and Xbox version we usually pick up the story and say like hey Ubisoft says Watchdog not running a 1080p right, right? so we are reporting on it and, and therefore you know some people think that we're complicit yeah. in, in we are, kind of, we are yeah. and people are reading those stories and yeah. that's why we're reporting them and we should uh, want to know them we um, should definitely dive into this after E3 because it seems yep. like we all have a lot to say about this for and sure. I'm pretty sure folks listening right now also may have a lot to ask us about it. So feel free to email uh, nvc at IGN.com. Let us know if you have a question regarding Resolution Gate or your feelings on that stuff. And really quickly, Brian already hit on the next story, which was that the Wii U system update is out. It is now 5.0.0. Uh, more specifically, Quick Start Menu is really cool because you can yeah, launch I a game it. super fast. And also there are special notifications that apparently your system can receive, and mm-hmm. there's a you sort of select the sound of a chime. Now, have we gotten a system notification yet? No. Will we probably get one at E3? Probably. I, 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 set, up, I set up the chime. Bing, watch uh, Reggie fees mech. Yeah, I set Go. up the chime last night on loud, and I nothing happened yet. So uh, I'm 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 I'm, I'm going to forget about it in like yeah. two months from now. I'm just going to be sitting there at two o'clock in the morning. It's going to be like, I'm like, oh my god, what is that? What could it be, Japan? But the, um, the little home button yeah. blinks now. Also, last blue. small update thing is uh, Pikmin Three got an update last week. Um, to version 2.0, and now they have controls in that you can use the touchscreen and a stylus to shoot Pikmin. Um, and there's other things thrown Throw into that. Pikmin, not shoot. Throw Pikmin, shoot, <laughs> just shoot them like out of a cannon. I don't, from whatever. Yeah, we we, we, <laughs> shoot, we throw things out of the window all the time. We shoot <laughs> things out of the window. Yeah. Um, no, more importantly, all right. So it's now an M-rated yes, first-person Pikmin shooter. Um, no, so it, it adds uh, the controls that you saw in Nintendo Land. Okay, actually. cool. And that, and it's really cool. It plays a lot better if you're a righty. Unfortunately, lefties don't have any options apparently uh-huh. to switch it to the other side. Anyway, so I'm gonna play it. that again. I haven't played that. Yeah, yeah I, I started yeah. to just because of that. And I may try and dive back into it. But we have much bigger things to talk about because E3 is next week. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what we expect from Nintendo at E3. We're back. Jose Otero here with Brian Altano, Per Schneider. What's up? And guys, E3 is next week. (sighs) Tuesday is Nintendo's digital event. Yeah. We have streams from Treehouse happening all day and a bunch of other. And the Smash Invitational, oh my God, which I'm not going to get to see. And I am so sour about I'm going to be working, man. You guys aren't going to let me disappear to go watch the Smash Invitational. But maybe somebody will record it and you can watch it. We live in a digital age, Jose. 
Yeah, you keep can it relive it. Wait, I want to be there when it happens, as, man. As a proponent of live streaming versus live events, you should be happy that you can't watch it. <laughs> so well, we could have no Nintendo news stories on IGN, uh, and we could just have a picture of you at the Smash Invitational. Just, yeah, that's a better. <laughs> be back soon. Like, we, but, I'll be reaction guy number five. When you go to go lunch to at a small restaurant, I mean, and there's a sign on the wall that says like, "Oh, we'll be back in a half an hour." Yeah. The the good news is there's a lot of stuff to watch for people at home, and I mean, I will say one thing: definitely swing by IGN Please. and watch stuff. You know, right before that Nintendo stream goes down, come to IGN. Or watch mm-hmm. it on IGN. hang out you on can, our stream. So, real quick for folks, you can watch the Nintendo Digital event on IGN. Can we you, say that? You, yes, okay. we have been saying Good. that. And you definitely want to stick around for the post show. We have a special guest, which is all we could say. That's it. I don't know uh, that. You, Yeah, we'll talk later. Am I still on it? No. No, I don't know, actually. Hey! But, uh, there's something happening. The, oh, you're the special guest? I was one of them. So we'll no, not a lame special guest like yeah, Brian, just, a just, real yeah. special guest. Yeah, we we got real Diddy Kong. He's right. gonna, yeah, please join. Uh, you will be happy. It'll be awesome. All right. So digital event. It's here. It's not a Nintendo Direct, from what we can tell. Right. Yep. It's going to be something different. Even their last few Nintendo Directs have been different, weird. Uh, dare <laughs> I say, I don't know, a little more jokey than usual, even. Right. Um, so. Here we are. What do we expect from Nintendo at E3? We can drop predictions in here. But are we before doing? Before we do, yeah? let's talk about just, okay, <sighs> let's go through categories. On the hardware front, should we expect anything from Nintendo this year? I think so. I, I still think there is a redesign. So? Uh, yeah, not a new console, but I still think there is going to be a, a redesigned version of something or at least a repackaged version of something. Right, like the the Wii U momentum is here now with the Mario Kart bundle, so maybe not a repackaged mm-hmm. uh, version of that. But the 3DS, it's been a while since we've heard anything about a new special edition or a new package with something. I'm gonna be surprised and if Smash Brothers gets a, three, a special 3DS. Q. To that me, would make total yeah, sense. something like that is yeah. a shoe in, but we'll see. No, for sure. Yeah. Um, I also think, uh, in line with you, just I think the gamepad does need a redesign. And I'm not saying that to be overly negative about the mm-hmm. gamepad because I think some folks have interpreted that on this podcast. I just think that uh, you know we have talked plenty of times of how it's not getting utilized properly, but I do think it is in Nintendo's best interest to help keep costs down, to make that thing smaller, to to eventually work in the games, too. but extend that battery life. You have a you have a battery that you're selling for forty dollars. It comes out to roughly forty dollars with shipping that extends the battery life to five to eight hours, and that doesn't come as a standard option like that. Yeah. It, it lasts for two to three hours, and it's a bummer. Like that yeah. needs to get fixed. Um, but I only think on the Wii U front, we'll see that stuff. I think it'll just be uh, as far as hardware goes. I would put the chips on a Smash Brothers related 3DS SKU if they yeah. announce that at E3 because it's a summer game. I, I've said this before. Nintendo is the crazy toy maker. I would be so surprised if there's no if there's no hardware. Yeah, in some fashion. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, there was every time I think. Everything's going well. I understand everything they're doing. Like, Jose and I get whisked away to Nintendo, and <laughs> Reggie pulls a 2DS out of his pocket. And, and it's right like, here. What the hell? Yeah. The 3DS um, Micro. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a, a 2DS XL. Hmm. Who knows? Well, um, I agree with what you said about the, the Smash hardware. I think that um, – I don't know – I don't know right now how that game's going to play on the 3DS. I think it will play fine, but fine's not really what Smash Brothers fans want. And Nintendo's acknowledging that with the GameCube adapter for um, for Wii U. So uh, we'll see a redesigned Smash or like a Smash 2DS or something like Purple that. Purple 3DS that looks like the GameCube controller. That's Tomodachi, a, that's a Tom, Tomodachi collection got a special 2DS, dude, and that mm. thing is selling at most places for 100 bucks when it's on sale. By yeah, the way, yeah. which is smart. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, that's good. Got to work yeah. on that. And I, I like no, the, right. I, I like the idea of a of a newly designed gamepad. Actually, I'm one of the people that actually likes the gamepad. You know, um, I use it mostly for off TV play. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with about the battery life. That's most of my predictions are just agreeing with you guys. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, that's good. Which are is, we doing predictions or are we just talking? We'll, we'll about get into stuff. it. Let's right. let's, let's uh, just talk about stuff for now. Yeah. yeah so if I, you have anything, I, I think that would be my general sort of hardware prediction. I think we're going to see a lot more on the the figurine stuff. Obviously, yes, and um probably a crack at whatever they're doing for their quality of life stuff. And I don't know what that's going to mean exactly. If that's going to be some sort of... So you of, think quality of life will show up at E3? Yes, I absolutely think so. Okay, I, think that, I don't think that. I, I, totally I don't think, think so, so either. I think there's going to be about like 55 minutes to get dedicated to hardcore gamers. I think Nintendo's gonna, going to try to kind of win that group back. Mm-hmm. But I think there's going to be a, a few minutes for... Um, the New York Times and the Wall Street Post and stuff. That's like why that, I, I think the quality of life stuff will be separate <clears throat> and not from like. The, I, I actually think it's going to come later in the year, um, where they you know they want to have announcements throughout the year too to get their sure. shareholders well, excited. Well, yeah, and it's just considering I, their position. Oh, sorry, let yeah. me let you finish before. No, I no, I, I no, just no. I think I, I think this show is going to focus on a couple of things. I think it'll be a modest show. I don't think it's going to be the crazy show where every franchise is going to get a reboot. No. Like, no. I don't think this is a show where people are going to go crazy for a new Star Fox and a new, you know, Zelda, Metroid, Car Fox, uh, oh, Car Fox <laughs> all those games. I think we will get enough stuff for everybody to be happy and to be excited. But I, I, I do think it'll be a modest show, and I think the quality of life stuff is going to be later. Yeah, in the year. and I don't think the quality of life show stuff would be there because if you look at Nintendo's position right now, right, where they are struggling to get a lot of games on Wii U, at least. Presently, what's on the calendar doesn't hasn't been enough through most of the past year and a half, right? Where we'll be like, oh, yeah, we have a huge launch window, and then there's just a trickle of games. And how long do we have to wait for Mario Kart? I mean, good God, what were folks doing yeah. like what they were used, for example? I just think if, if you only have a certain number of games to show at E3 and to talk about, I think that showing something like Quality of Life might scare folks and say, oh, my God, they're getting away from video games. They're going to focus on this thing, and they're mm. not going to think about me and I, the I, games that I want from them. I think we're thinking too black and white on what Quality of Life is. I think that whatever it is will be gamified, and it will integrate with the 3DS or the I think, it's, I think it's a bigger audience they're going for. I don't know. I mean, I think we'll buy it because we're enthusiasts. Right? I, think we it's something that, that I think it's something that is, will be standalone but will also interface with your phone, your 3DS, and your Wii U and all your existing devices. Mm. I think if a kid has a 3DS and he doesn't have an iPhone, this new thing will work with it. If a kid has a Wii U and doesn't have an iPhone, this if somebody only has an iPhone and not a 3DS, maybe that'll incentivize them to do well, that. Well, my other reason for not agreeing with you on quality of life being there is that I just think it's too soon. I think they need to focus on showing people why their platform is relevant, and I think that the message has to be focused on that right now, because on the Wii U front, there's a software drought, and on the 3DS front, I hate to say this out loud, but you notice there's not as many third-party games on 3DS as there were on DS at this point, too. Like, some folks talk about the comparison between sales of DS to 3DS and how that's different. And granted, whatever, 3DS was the best-selling platform of last year, hands down, Mm -hmm. across all Mm -hmm. everything, right? Microsoft, Sony, it didn't matter. But... Where are the third party games? Like I feel like that has just slowly it's a good question. just dropped. Yeah. yeah. Um I think even last year we had a, a pretty a sizable demo reel of uh third party games that were coming yeah. to the 3DS and that's just not really the case anymore. Yeah. Um I yeah. feel I mean, like that's that is definitely the impact of the mobile market and specifically it tablets, is. right? I mean yeah. <clears throat> you you can say what you want about 3DS not competing with an iPhone or or an Android, you know, phone but tablets is a different story yep. yeah. yeah and those things play games yeah. I, I just think I think you know we're a Nintendo focused podcast we're, we're a, a, a video game focused 
uh, company. Of course. But I do think that they are getting pressure outside of those realms, and I think that E3 is all eyes on them, and there, there might be some more room for, here's our new iPhone apps, here's our new... And no one wants to hear it, right? It's the elephant in the room. Nobody wants to talk about it. But uh, I think that they, they do, they will hit everything for core gamers, everything will be fine. Yeah. Maybe they'll do some developments with some third-party stuff, but I do think this is, the, this is their year for their shareholders to mm-hmm. sort of be like, we're also doing this on iPhones, maybe it, it might not be full-fledged Mario games, yeah. relax. I think the I think app the, has by the way, better chance of showing up, by the way. I agree with you on that front. I, sure. think they, I think apps are going to be part of every presentation. I don't yeah. think, you know, the pressure you heard on Nintendo, you heard on Nintendo about, you know, branching out into mobile, and th- then, like, their response, which is not quite that, right? Mm-hmm. I think you're going to hear that from Microsoft and Sony as well. I think, you know, well, everybody you, is going yeah. to embrace the, the mobile platforms in a bigger way well, to, kind to of paint a, more yeah. of a picture that they're, that they're a company that is fortified against the ups and downs yeah. of the console business, too. No, right? but I mean, I think Sony and Microsoft already have. You have the PlayStation app on iOS and sure. on Android. You have, or I hope But I mean more. I, I, I think sure. there's more coming. I think Xbox, Smart Glass, I feel like every game, Watch Dogs has an app that you can mess around with yeah. people and like that that'll you know there'll be more Watch- games that continue to use this second screen and try to find ways to Watchdogs has an stuff. app that has been downloaded 1 million times mm-hmm. to wow. the 4 million people who bought it which is an insane attach rate. I mean this is where gaming is going like it or not. And and yeah. I think that's where you know Sony Microsoft provided the platforms to do that and you could argue Nintendo did too. I mean you play you could you could have applications that work directly with you play. It's a really little harder to sign up an account for Wii U yeah, like it was kind of botched yeah. but but, um, but no, I do think that the first parties are going to talk more about mobile. Sony, Microsoft specifically about their applications and not just support applications for the consoles. And sure. I think Nintendo has to do that too. Okay. So let's uh, then we've talked a little bit about this, but let's talk about software. So I think on the software front, outside of whatever first-party stuff is being published, um, I spent some time looking at some OD3s recently because mm-hmm. um, we were try- going to try and approach the topic of how did Nintendo manage to keep people interested during the GameCube ever, where it was a very similar ship that they were sort of in control of, right? Where compared to the other two, they were sort of lagging behind. And it wasn't a tech problem. It was more just that Nintendo wasn't going where the industry was going, where yeah. the industry was embracing online and where the industry you know, mm-hmm. had this standardized controller. Nintendo was kind of challenging that and sort of you know, I don't want to say they were only taking care of themselves, but they were clearly their their interests were vested in their first party software versus, you know, any of the relationships that I felt they were trying to build up and, and really get great software out of. But there were a couple of unique things that came out of the GameCube era, like certain exclusive agreements. Or even like uh look at something like um Second party, you know, publishing and how like they had uh, that deal with uh, they, Endspace, I think, mm-hmm. was the developer, and they made yep. a game called Geist, Geist. which was yeah. a first-person shooter yep. for the GameCube. It was just a way to kind of keep folks, you know, in, in interested. So I think uh, this C three, we're going to see that. I think they're. I think we'll, we may see a repeat of that. Definitely. Really? I think I, so. I completely disagree. Okay. I love you, Jose, but I think that they are chasing ghosts to try to replicate the success of console first-person shooters on Nintendo hardware. People do not uh, people do not associate Nintendo hardware with playing games like that. I still think they'll try, though. I mean, I, look I at don't Bayonetta. Think they I don't look think at Bayonetta, right? I think that they'll focus on stuff like, uh, like I mean, their their big successes have been games like Brain Age, mm-hmm. right? I think that we're going to see more in line of not just Brain Age technically, but I think things that appeal to people ages six to ninety six. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay, so the only two things that challenge the point a little bit are Bayonetta two, what he said, Hyrule <coughs> Warriors, another example of just mm-hmm. like 
an out there sort of arrangement, right, with another developer. Yeah, and I, I feel I, like those are their attempts specifically to get that other market, right? The market you're talking about, they nailed with Wii, they nailed to a certain extent with a DS before as well, and then they f- they figured out over time, it's like, man, it's really hard to get that audience to keep buying software. They buy yeah. your hardware, they play it maybe a lot even impassionately, and then they drop off, and they may not use your device for games again. And so I think they feel that they need that basis of the core gamers who are supplying the Kind of who have the highest attach rates yeah, and buy sure, software. Sure, but I, I mean, I feel like Bayonetta and uh, Hyrule Warriors are both chasing the same sort of like. I mean, let's mm-hmm. let's put it bluntly: those games are both very Japanese. Mm-hmm. Like those are not Americanized. Those are not the games that sell millions of copies here in in, in America or in the in. You, in you Europe. don't have as many successes sure. from Japan. Right. So as I mean, you if, did at one the, point. whereas you know, you're sort of saying like Geist was kind of their like. Their first-person shooter, their their Call of Duty or whatever it was. Not really, though. Not that, really. Was more, that was more niche. I see it more it niche like like Bayonetta, right? Yeah. It's sure. a core gamer who really care, cares, like Mad World, like those mm-hmm. kinds of games. Yeah. Right? But I mean, this this is like, the, are we going to do the same dance for like the eighth time in a row where Nintendo mm-hmm. goes, we're going to try to get the money from all the people who are buying Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty every year, or will Nintendo finally go? Those people don't ever want to play those things on Nintendo consoles. No, I think they're going to try again. I, think I, they I have don't. To. I think they're going to let go of that. I think they're going to stick with the quirk crazy Japanese stuff, see what sticks. Occasionally, it's going to sell incredibly well for them. I think their track record so far is that they're going to try. I think with stuff like Bayonetta and I think with stuff like Hyrule Warriors, I think you will see some sort of arrangement that way. And I'm not saying it's a huge focus for them, but I am saying that it is a unique way to get an exclusive on their platform in some cases involving even their most beloved properties, like yeah. with Hyrule Warriors, right? I mean, what what's the next Hyrule Warriors? They, what's the next – will that happen to Mario? Will that happen to Metroid? The next Hyrule Warriors is you – know, is you know Sky, what I mean? You know, uh, Sky, Skylanders, Mario. That's yeah. the next one. Like, I mean, it's, the, it's, not, it's not Mario of Duty. It's not Luigi's Creed. It's not these things. <laughs> like, these things do not – I mean, what is the incentive of a company like Ubisoft or Activision to take one of the – take their, their efforts off of one of their, like, hardcore properties that they sell so well? Well, on the the you know the other two consoles and PCs, and and use those efforts on the Wii U. Like, okay, no, the, the, you your know. position is definitely well uh, put out there, and I think even though we all dis- we, we we seem to disagree, um, I totally respect your opinion, man. Sure. And I think mm-hmm. we're going to see you know what what happens out there. And I do want to say that like that's. That's not me being down on them. Like, no, I think you aren't. I actually kind You're the of voice think of reason of, on the show a lot. Yeah, of times. like if when when like when my fiance said, "Honey, stop trying to make the bed. You're terrible you at honey. it." Yeah, she goes, so "Honey, cute. stop trying to make the bed. You're terrible at it. I never want you to make the bed again. I'm gonna do that forever." So now I'm just like, "All right, cool. I'm gonna go in the kitchen and cook because I'm good at that." Like Nintendo needs to stop trying to do the things that they can't do and focus on the things they do great. All right, Chef Boyardee. So yeah. next. Uh, First party, software. What are, so, what are we talking about here? Uh, so what, what's on the books, right? Hyrule Warriors, Bayonetta. Uh, hang on. I got a list. So I, I, mean, I have an opinion. First of all. Smash. I, I'm just going to go yeah, down the list yeah. of what's on the books. Bayonetta, Hyrule Warriors, Smash Wii U, Smash 3DS. Potentially whatever codename NFP is, which we don't know if that's tied to a specific. It should be tied to a specific game. We expect it to be tied to a specific game, but it's going to also tie into other games. There's also that rumor, the French guy, remember the Nintendo France guy who said, oh, yeah, it's going to work with Smash uh, Brothers. Mm -hmm. Smash Brothers, yeah. Um, There's a mystery 3DS game. Yarn Yoshi's still on the books. Project X is still on the books. Shimigami Cross Fire Emblem is still on the books. Yep. I think that's everything. I think I think a little bit of all those games is going to show. Yeah. So here's my, here's what I think the the three big things are. Um, And pardon me. 
but I think Zelda is going to show. I think that's the big one. The Alnuma yeah. Zelda. The it's going to show, but I think, I think it is a very slim trailer-focused presentation, and I think they will go deep with Hyrule Warriors instead. I have a hard time believing that they're going to go deep on both games. No, I don't think they'll go deep on both, but I think that whatever video we see, whatever trailer we see of Zelda will be in-game assets. It'll be that Twilight Princess style, get everyone's stupid hype. And, like, put the Conan music back on that, please, but, yeah, by the way. But, yeah, like, yeah. but I don't absolutely. think – I think they're trying to replicate that that woo feeling everybody got when they saw the Twilight Princess trailer mm-hmm. or the Ocarina of Time trailer yep. and all that, right? But I don't think that they will do a 40-minute demo or playable of Zelda. No, I, I think so Hyrule Warriors is going to be the playable Zelda safe, but, no. franchise game. Then I think the big unveil for them is going to be Animal Crossing Wii U. And I do think that's going to work with the figurines. Like, that to me is a centerpiece for their whole, like, why do you need a gamepad? Look at all this unique stuff you can do in in, in Animal Crossing that you couldn't do on any other console with the touchscreen, with the scanning of the figurines, all that. To me, that's the big centerpiece. That's really smart. I I would challenge that a little only because I do think Animal Crossing has a big appeal Mm because that that franchise casts a wide net. But is it up there with the Mario's and the Zelda's? It's not. I almost feel like that's a little risky on their part. Part. If that were it for for NFP, if it was just here's Isabel and and no. Tom Nook and all the like, what are the figurines you're talking? Here? I think they'll. I I'm think assuming they'll... that's what you meant. No, I mean, if 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 like yes. crappy Ice Dragon can sell eight billion copies on Skylanders, I mean, no one knows who that guy is. <laughs> derivative right? Ice Dragon yeah, number derivative six, lava monster and rock golem. Those things sell like crazy for like they thirteen dollars each. I think I think Isabel will sell fine. Yeah, but think about well, I mean, what, what would the NFP? Th- oh well, whatever. Fine. I just I'm just like, what do you get a couch with Isabel? Like I don't understand. <laughs> like I'm trying to figure out what the, what it would be. You sure. Know? Like that's like they, where I'm at. Yeah, they have sense. said that they want their characters to be multi-platform, right? You <laughs> with a couch. No, from no, Ikea. But, but hold on. <laughs> like if you but if you, you buy Mercedes. but if you have a Mario character, that All doesn't right. mean that a character unlocks a character, right? No. Let's not get get hung up on oh, that. No, that's how right. Skylanders right. works, right? Or Disney Infinity. What Mario could unlock in Animal Crossing is a Mario themed room with all these things okay. and you could save something on it and give it to your friend like I, I think there's I think there are a lot of questions about how they're going to use it I don't think they're just going to crib um, Disney and Activision no and I don't I, I mean when I when I say uh, you know in terms of the characters and the toys and the manufacturing involved like I just I look at it more from their position right now and how they've been talking about this is hey this is going to work across multiple games mm-hmm. so the Mario thing mm-hmm. sounds feasible but totally. I don't, at the same time I don't for a second believe that it's just going to unlock a character in a game. I yeah. think there has to be something special, something cool, data that transfers back and forth, stuff that I can give to Brian if I if I take a figure to his house, although that could get a little weird. I would say, how many, my figures to your house. how many things have Nintendo made that they said would work across multiple games yeah, and that haven't. That didn't, the, but worked well that uh, one the time. The vitality sensor. Actually, I have no idea. Yeah, I, w- I wish. Like the thumb wait, strap. What have, they, what have they said has worked across multiple games? Like wait, the thumb strap. You. There's one. What that, thumb strap? The one for the original that, DS? That shipped with the original DS. Yeah, yeah but that's because they came around, the man. N64 memory pack was really limited. In yeah, the I mean, usage, they, right? they, there's, they put art, out DK. like, a, there was uh, the ER reader. Like, there was like, they AR reader. Only watches the ER. Is it a card reader? Yeah, for yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah. I love what they do. They take crazy oh, risks, but I don't think any of the those camera. were really ever positioned as it the works cam- across yeah, the, the camera, the Game Boy camera, and it worked in Zelda, but then it didn't work. I in guess the AR cards is the only one where I feel like that applied, where they were like, "This will work across multiple games," and they didn't develop that out. But it was also really strange. It was this big thing you had to carry everywhere. I whereas mean, your gamepad is not leaving your house right now. The GameCube Wii U adapter. 
works with one thing that we know about. I mean, this is what Nintendo does. You're supposed does. to be excited about that. How I am excited you. You about it. Be. Wait, this is the okay. First of all, <laughs> I'm not being. I'm trying to be real. I'm not oh, trying to be course. negative. I love that. Yeah. Everybody listens world. to this show and they go, well, "Brian's being so negative." I'm not. I love mm-hmm. Nintendo. I'm yeah. just trying to like. Bring the reality down. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I hear I you. Just you because they're saying it. it's gonna work doesn't mean that it's gonna happen. Sure. Right? Like, but if they get this game out, it's a hit. The figurines are hit. Then they I think probably will include then. it. Yeah, it's gonna... Like Mario Party is the easiest yeah. one, right? Smash Brothers would make sense in some fashion. Mm-hmm. Other Mario games could be if it's about collecting figurines and stuff and unlocking stuff. Like, what if Animal Crossing was like classic Animal Crossing where Mario unlocked the Mario game, the yeah. NES game in your house, right? Like, there are all these ideas they could be using. I don't think they're going to do it because they love money. And, <laughs> well, no, actually, you're paying for the figurines. So, yeah, like, maybe that's a good this. trade yeah. for the virtual mm-hmm. console dollars. There we go. There so we I, go. Think, I think Animal Crossing, I do think it's going to be a center point. I know we're all hoping for, you know, Zelda, Metroid, Mario. I just mm-hmm. feel like that... Like I said this before, I'm like maybe they're gonna re- like try it again. But the more I think about it, I just feel like it's unrealistic that they have that much at this particular show. Yeah. Well, your theory is really good too because if you remember, the Animal Crossing Plaza will support will that will for that will stop in 2014. Mm-hmm. So if it is Animal Crossing, it is a 2015 game, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like it has to be. Yeah, for sure. There's no way you're gonna have. I, both I have of those a weird prediction. There. This right, is, this is kind of off the grid, but sure. I think that they this is this is going to be the E three where we see. Speaking of partnerships with Japanese companies, we see. Companies, is there is there a joke there somewhere? Yeah, Sorry, it's, okay. it's, 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 you get two game pads and hold them up like glasses, and they just put googly eyes. It's one hundred fifty dollars. I need that Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> we need a Photoshop image of Brian with Wii U game pad glasses, please. Uh, yes. Thank you. We need 100%. more Photoshops just in general. Um, Send them to nvc at ign.com. I think we're going to see a Nintendo and Capcom partnered and created Mega Man game. Wow. I think that's going to be a weird land grab. Don't play with my emotions, I, man. Gonna be, that's a franchise that's just sitting there. The most excited anyone's been about it was last year when we saw Mega Man and Smash. We saw his, his final Smash. It wasn't Smash last year. It was a couple months ago. No. And when oh, Mega you Man mean when was, he was announced. When he I announced. think when they showed his final Smash, they also kick-started that way. Of course, again. of course. Sorry. Um, I, I thought and that's there's excitement for that franchise, but Capcom's not doing anything with it. And I think it's like it. This is like, I mean, this is Brian Altano, age five, right now, being like, I want my favorite companies to I come like together it. and make. But. It's just sitting there. People love Mega Man. Mega Man's in Smash now. Uh, Smash is a good opportunity to kind of drum up like some excitement for franchises again. I think they did it for Earthbound. I think they did it for Kid Icarus. Like and these they're definitely Sonic, doing it for Smash Bros. Sonic right? benefited yep. from yep. the inclusion. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I um, think that's actually a pretty smart prediction because that's a character where Capcom didn't know what to do with, right? Like they've worked on games before and like the internet is full of pictures of canceled Mega Man games. Yeah. This Mega is Man the perfect Universe, revival. Yeah, yeah. Mega Man um, yeah. Legends 3. I like it. Yeah. I also have a prediction that Smash Brothers uh, is going to be called New Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> that's terrible. Well, go I to think hell. it's actually my, called, Go to hell. Right Super now, Smash no. Brothers for, for Wii U. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they're keeping the. I, you know, I think someone, those names are. Are they doing like the so, iPad thing? One of our product guys stopped me and said, Do you think they're going to reveal the final names for those two things at E3? And I'm like, I think those are the names. Yeah, I like, think so what? too. Now I'm going with New Super Smash. No. Nope. Yep. Get out now. Um, all right. I, I have no, one that more. Good. All right, go. The Secret 3DS game, uh-huh. I think, is Advance Wars. Really? Yeah. You would it's, think that. Yeah, it is. It has to be. Advance Wars needs 90 that? minutes? Huh? Advance Wars needs 90 minutes? I don't think it's 90 minutes. I think there's well, other stuff in it. I'm just thinking about 
any what game can you do a sit down and do an interview with all these folks for for that long? It can't be a turnkey simple game. It can't be something like a push mo or puzzle game, right? Yeah. Like people are gonna just fall over and fall asleep. You're just thinking it's ninety so, minutes because it takes ninety minutes to finish one match. That's right. <laughs> dum-ch, dum-ch, dum-ch. No, it's like it, it is more complicated. Like oh, a strategy guy game like that, like a Fire Emblem Advance Wars, is more complicated. Yeah. Um, you know, we oh, haven't also, we mean, haven't heard from that team in a while. Mm, you know, about yeah. a game like and that. The, and I mean, uh, Fire Emblem was a success, right? So clearly, strategy is not dead. Yeah. Right? Strategy RPG for the most part is kind of like on console, especially folks don't want to touch it because they're yep. like, nope. Unless XCOM was a huge success on that front, but you don't see strategy RPG really do that well. And last year we had. XCOM did really well, and so did Fire Emblem. So maybe it is Advance Wars. Interesting. It's yeah. franchise care too. It's been so long since they've shown one, right? Yeah. And like they, it, it's just like as far as you know, taking care of the characters, grooming characters for future Smash Brothers installments, all that kind of stuff goes. I feel like Advance Wars is like the one game that was popular enough to get sequels and be included, and like they haven't talked about it in such a long I, time. I feel like they would have played up the Wii U release a little more recently, the mm-hmm. port of the Game Boy Advance version. Um, but then yeah. again, maybe they didn't. And maybe you're right. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's a bad idea or a bad guess. I mean, I think it's. I would actually be very excited for it. Personally. I just want it to be true. Yeah, okay. me too. All right. Yeah, I really don't know what they're gonna. I mean, nine I minutes. Wish, I wish one of the things. I mean, this is not something I think would happen. But I wish one of the things would be if you know, Wind Waker HD was a win for yeah. for a lot of us. Right? We were all mm-hmm. just enchanted by that game again when it came out. I think it's to pull out a Mario HD collection yeah. of some type. Yeah. Pull yeah. out a yeah. Mario game from either Sunshine or Galaxy, and we talked about this on the show before, but pull one of those out, man. Like, it cannot be that hard for someone to port that thing yeah. and, and make it and put it on Wii U. You did it with Zelda, and again, the assets were kind of in a good shape. They were timeless. You went with cel-shaded art style, so maybe the work wasn't that extensive. They even said it took them like six months. I'm like, yo, what's up? Sunshine, mm-hmm. Galaxy, give me something. 64. Yeah. Give me Mario 64. That would be a lot more work. I, really? I think if they were to do that, that would take a lot more TLC well, to do right. Wind Waker was a success, so I don't think it's a it's a if. I think they're going to announce more reboots like that, but they have to be careful that they don't make it seem like the Wii U is just home to old games, right? Yeah. yeah. But like back to the 3DS game, the secret 3DS game. I mean, if it's yeah. not Advance Wars, what do you guys think it is? Is it is it Metroid 3DS? I don't think it's Metroid. That would warrant a big, big yeah. discussion. Is mm-hmm. it Majora's Mask? Ask reboot 3ds, yeah. right? That's, like that's my to guess. To me, it's got to be one of those three. I don't. That's I, that would be uh, my biggest guess, and it's it's showing uh, how they've retooled that game to make it work on a handheld. I mean, I that's a cool presentation. I'd right. love to be there for that, but I don't think it's that either. Really? I think that so has to be happening. The Majora's Mask remake is in such a weird place right now. Why? Where, okay, let's rewind to uh, New York Comic Con, where a fan stood up and asked Onuma, "What's up with that? I would love a Majora's Mask remake." The mm-hmm. whole room erupted so happy about it and his answer to that boy was finish a link between worlds and you may have your answer you know what we got at the end of a link between worlds nothing related to majora's mask by that answer there is no majora's mask remake and i've been wanting it there's a a mask on the wall and you can't and you can't take it off the wall you can pose there for pictures it's practice i don't want to accuse him of being a troll i love the guy but we don't know what he meant right like it's tough we don't know what he meant you heard what he he said but in his mind maybe you just went so hood on him what do you mean we don't know what he meant 
Rap, rap. No, I mean, you don't know what he was thinking. In his mind, he could have been thinking, hey, we have all these hints in Link Between Worlds, you know, to Majora's Mask. You don't know that. You don't know that. No, I don't know that. And I'm not trying to get worked up over it. But I think an answer like that and even posting that on Facebook just got me like, okay, there has to be something near the end. And I remember I let the end credits and the the last screen of that game run for like 20 minutes hoping (laughs) a freaking bird or something would pass by with a mask on it. Just give me some hope. (laughs) Nothing. I have not heard anything. So I just – I hate to be cynical about it because I'm not a cynical guy, and I definitely want that game. I just don't really believe it exists. Yeah, and so actually, that's why I don't think it's you know it's to that go game. with what we were saying. I, I don't think I, I I totally agree with you, Pear. I don't want uh I don't want like a Majora's Mask remake and a Galaxy remake oh. and a whole bunch of, of remakes. I, I I don't want most of the focus of the show to just be like, remember those old things we mm-hmm. used to do. That being said, I would you know I would love. To give Majora's Mask another shot, oh, it's not my oh, favorite yeah. Zelda, and I would and absolutely you, love to And you to have play. been wrong for years. Yeah, yeah, no, you made a mistake. On <laughs> I'm that. trying to be nice <laughs> here. No, good. We're <laughs> being nice too because yeah, you're so are. wrong. We have been nice by tolerating your opinion on Shut it, up. and it's been wrong the yeah. entire <laughs> time. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, jump into the question block real fast. First one comes from Daisy, and she says, with "Hi, all I'm the- Daisy. Hi, I'm Daisy. So, with all this talk about what we want to see at E3, I thought it would be interesting to hear what you guys do not want to see at E3 this year. I'm sure there are a lot of things, but what are things that totally ruin their digital event or E3 presence for you. Personally, I would be truly disappointed if a big Zelda Wii U announcement we were promised was just a drawing or a super short clip from both cutscenes and gameplay footage. Um, She also said we do a great show. Thank you. And she uh, uh, would love if we have another one at E3 pair. Have people okay. been tweeting at you saying, yo, make sure... Uh, yeah, thank you very much. Yes. Mm-hmm. At Pair IGN. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, respond. what do we not want to see? So, I, on it, I, I hate to say this. I, I have one thing that I, people are going to be mad. I don't want to see Mario. I don't want to see a Mar. I, I want a, a Sunshine. I don't want a new, like, IP Mario. A new... Oh, like, really? Gal- yeah, I kind of think Mario needs a year off. Okay. If it's a re-release of, like, Sunshine or Galaxy, Galaxy 2, I'm down. 64. I'll take it. Give new Mario a rest for right now. You don't I want a Galaxy like, 3. I don't know, man. I just, I, How could you I say that? that sounds so hypocritical, right? Yeah. Give, me, give me a remake of the old game, but don't no, give me. No, no, I feel like it. I just feel like Mario. Mario needs a rest. There was like two years there where we hit serious uh, Mario platforming well, yeah, franchise they, they, saturation. Yeah, they kicked off Wii U with uh, New Super Mario Brothers U, and it was a safe bet on their part because New Super Mario Brothers Wii sold like thirty million copies. Yep. Excuse me, twenty-seven million copies on DS. New Super Mario Brothers, the first installment, sold thirty million copies. It's like, hey, this will probably sell well. It did it. Like, uh, go to 3D World. 3D World was great. We had a lot of fun with it. It was received well critically. You haven't, you didn't get a press release the, the weekend after 3D World saying, we sold 2 million, 1.2 yeah. million. Well, look, they were trying to do the thing that, you know, Activision perfected and, and messed up with in the past, right? Like, annualizing a franchise. And so what they did was they gave the games to different teams too, right? Mm-hmm. You had yeah. a 2D Mario, you had a 3D Mario, yep. Mario, you had an isometric kind of 3D Mario, like they wall. went through them. Yeah. If if the growth curve wasn't there to support the, the game each year, then they would stop. But... New Super Mario Brothers did really well. The 2D game did really well. We just had a 3D game. I have a feeling you'll get another kind of more classically like 2D mm, Mario mm. game. Okay. I, I think we're going to see one. Okay. I totally respect that you're saying you don't want one because you want it to be special, right? Yeah. You want the break between those games to be bigger. Yeah. And I do think games have much more impact when there's been a break, right? Yeah. Um, cool. I think, I mean, what I don't want to see is Wii Music. 
Right. Like, <laughs> right. I don't want to see Wii music. I don't want to see waggle games that pretend, like, where the controllers simulate instruments or swords or anything like that. Yep. I don't want to see a Mario Party. I feel like that the franchise has to go back in the shop oh, God. and get a major retooling because I think it's just going to be Nintendo Land 2. I have a feeling it'll be, it'll be there, but uh, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see a Zelda drawing either. I don't want to see a Metroid <laughs> drawing. I would hate a show where we don't hear anything from Retro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least a teaser trailer or something. I don't want to see Steel Diver. <laughs> yeah, me neither. And uh, quite frankly, I don't want to see Pikmin yet either. I feel like you, you know won't. the last oh, Pikmin game. Hit, hmm. I really like the last Pikmin game, but I feel like this this is a franchise that needs to kind of go away for a while and then come back to be special again. Hang too. on. That franchise was away for a while, and mm-hmm. it did not help. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I like Pikmin one and two, and I feel like three just did not blow anyone away. It was very similar, and it, yeah. it was cool. Yeah. It, you know, I don't I'm know. glad it existed. Didn't work out. I'm yeah, glad I played it. Here. You know, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you I'm on replay that. I'm with you on that. It wasn't like it didn't revolutionize yeah. anything. But, or but Pikmin that. could be really special if it was actually a four player online multiplayer game where it is not just. Like a time two minute battle, but a build up your resources, you know, stage kind of some attack or utilize environmental has- hazards to take out the other Pikmin. Like I, I could see that game getting new life if it was truly competitive online, yeah. but it's not. That that's not the direction. You listed they took. so many, there's nothing left. Brian, what do you got? You don't want to see it E3. I, I mean, I think we he covered just, everything. Uh, he just, right? he just you want to see Wii music, the, the right? German no, rage. I don't want to see Wii music. I don't want to see. So um, you're over Waggle. You're done with oh the God, Wii yeah, Remote. Come on, and, uh, come on. Yeah. Wii Remote Nunchuck still a pretty decent control set. Part of a sale, like, and also it's not unique anymore, right? Like, yeah. Microsoft pushed the Connect, and you know they're removing, well. they're removing the Connect from the package. Sony had the whole like, you know, a funny camera, like play with a robot and it mm. melts your brain kind of thing. For and now, like, that was a they're not afternoon. pushing that. And I, so I think Nintendo is not going to now step up and say like, motion controls are it. I don't right? want to see VR. Yeah. Nintendo better not like, don't you dare. I'll just stay out of that. I don't like, think they Focus will. on mm-hmm. what you're good at. Don't try to enter the VR race because I just don't think it's going to get you anywhere. Um, I don't want to see Star Fox. Got a Fox. And I love Star Fox uh, to an extent, but I feel like – the. I mean Star Fox is basically part of like the Sonic the Hedgehog cycle at this point where it gets announced, we get really excited, and then we get really sad, and it's out, and it's bad, and then we have to convince ourselves that it's mm-hmm. good, and then we do it all over again. Uh, They're never bad, to yes. be fair. Star Fox games no, are Star never Fox bad. No, Star Fox Adventure Command? Dinosaur Planet is bad. It's not bad It's either. bad. Command? No. Star Fox, Star Fox Command Fox D- the, the DS one? That game gets the, those games sometimes. They're get, not good. They're, they're not memorable. Like they're I mean, not memorable. They're not Paris, amazing. Paris, statistically, there have been way more bad Star Fox games than good. That ones. is correct. I so, don't think. No, I don't think that's correct. I don't think any of them are bad. I think some of them are lackluster. I didn't okay. enjoy the Namco game, but it had some cool parts to it. They messed up with like on uh, like ground combat and all of uh, all of that. Well, stuff. Star Fox is still worth saving. Yeah, I mean, I think I think I would like to see a Star Fox. I like the at idea, but I mean, at its best. It's Star Fox 64, which is a 40-minute long game. Yeah. It's best. Yeah. That's the best the franchise has ever been is a, a, the, the length of a, you know, of a you don't TV want the, show. Uh, I really the, love the, the original. Star Fox Mass Effect crossover of no, a lifetime. No, no. I don't want to. Want, it's not the kind of game you want to play for like four or five hours in a sitting. You know, like you want to fly through in an hour, literally. And I don't see them doing anything with the franchise that 
either like satisfies people from from that mold, which is making a forty five minute long game because mm-hmm. no one's gonna be happy about that, or uh, bringing it back on a, on the ground with tanks where you're running around. Like those characters aren't interesting enough to find out their backstories or watch them hold staffs and fight dinosaurs or any of those things. Get- um, and I, I love Star Fox. I love Star Fox fans, except for the creepy perverted ones that draw them in weird sexual yeah. positions. Don't, but that don't goes cool. to everything. Um, but I just don't think that they deserve. I think that if you love Star Fox, go play Star, Star Fox sixty four on three DS. Let's not start the cycle of like getting excited for a new one that's not going to. All right, so I didn't run the timer on this, but we're going to cut there. Okay. Uh, so let's go to the next question. Thank you very much for your answers, guys, and thank you very much for the question, Daisy. <laughs> yeah. I'm Daisy. From Tom, the question is: With Nintendo Wii U sales not meeting expectations, and with a lot of people disliking the gamepad, should Nintendo abandon the gamepad altogether or redesign it? I think we kind of talked about this yeah. a little bit already, but maybe we can sum it up. Basically, he defends the gamepad that it has some great technology in it. Off TV play is amazing. Yeah, totally. Uh, and a lot of other praise. Uh, some games take advantage of it, like Zombie U. I think that's the only game that took advantage I think of it. To p- again, people disliking it is. Is a, is strong wording. I think I don't when think people, people talk about when it. people talk about the business, they say, "Hey, would it be smarter for Nintendo to drop the price and not include the gamepad?" The yes. way that Xbox drops the connect well, that comes across as dislike. Yeah. yeah, and and I think if the gamepad was used for great applications, and whenever you use it for off-screen gameplay, it's actually really good. Of course, it's, yeah. I think the issue is just it's not used to effect, and so it's not special, and therefore it's just added cost, yeah. and, and it prevents the Wii U from Yeah, succeeding. I don't think they should abandon the gamepad. I no, think it's the no. one differentiating factor. I think it does need a redesign, and I think Nintendo does need to, and they've said it already, embrace and figure out how to get meaningful single player out of it. And maybe the Animal Crossing game you're imagining will be that game, right? That will be the thing that uses the gamepad a little better than... You know, everything else that has tried so far. I would love to see them shrink the gamepad. Why not? Why yeah. does the screen have to be that big? Yeah, right? Sure. If you're not using it that much for, uh, for anything, really, yeah. like then the screen could be shrunk. You can have a smaller map. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Or a smaller horn. Yeah, I mean, I'm you know I'm one of the people that actually really enjoys the gamepad. I agree, it's kind of bulky. The the technical problems we listed earlier, like the battery life, is an issue. Um, I feel like it it blurs and washes out a lot of the red colors on the screen. Yeah. It doesn't better have the screen? best. You doesn't want a have better the best. screen on a better that? screen yeah. would be nice. A smaller screen, better screen. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. sure. Um, uh, that being said, I think that people's main hindrance with the gamepad is that they use it as the scapegoat for why the Wii U is so expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, people say that if, so they, painful if, if they got rid of that, the Wii U would be $100. That's absolutely not true. I mm-hmm. mean, that's it's priced the way it is for a reason. Uh, that being said, of course, dropping the price on it would make things easier and better for everyone. I don't think they're going to do that right off of uh, – the Mario Kart bundle and the mm-hmm. way Mario Kart selling well, with NFP around the corner, like yeah. it wouldn't make sense. That sensor is built into the gamepad itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just they need to utilize it better. That's been our common complaint on the show. It's not that the it's a poor controller. It's that battery life issues aside, it is that. that yeah, point. but I think I mean I'm, if you look at Skylanders, I mean it, it didn't center around a specific controller. It had it shipped with its own thing. So yeah, I think if, if, if that around. stuff does take off. And you're a dad in a Toys R Us with a whole bag of Mario figurines um, throwing a gamepad on top because your kid duped you into it. Pear is going to be crying this fall <laughs> when oh NFP God. comes out because he can't hide it from them either. Like Disney Infinity, no. somehow he got out of it unscathed. Yeah. Skylanders, I, they didn't care. I, I have two boys, so Disney Infinity was easy. Like I just kept on talking about how it's princesses and yeah. game four. Oh, princess. is that yeah. how you got yeah. it? Okay. That's a good idea. Hope you kids listen to the show. Yeah, no, they right. don't. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so <laughs> there was something you said that triggered, uh, Brian, uh, something in my head about the gamepad, and it just completely vanished because I'm getting old. The price thing? No, 
It's gone. All okay. right. If it comes back, I'll, I'll do it. All right. So last question on the question block comes from Andrew. Hey, guys. What small additions would you like to see added to Mario Kart 8 over time that would make the experience even better for you? And then he points out some some feedback that the community has kind of put out about Mario Kart and things that – small things. These aren't like big complaints. For example, he said, one, I would really appreciate seeing the map on screen. Uh, I mean on the TV screen, not on the gamepad. For battle mode. Uh, for, and just in any race. Because in, in battle general. mode, it's ridiculous yeah. that it's not this, there. Yeah. This is a common complaint for many people. Secondly, I think it would be cool if you can record your own voice clips uh-huh. to be played when you're racing as what you're me. Now, of course, we all know the potential pitfall there, right? Fuck you! Yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> as they race by. That's not, that's not going to fly. But uh, obviously, there would be some restrictions on this. But I think people would get a kick out of hearing their own phrases rather than high-pitched ones that come packaged with the game. You know, like... Mm-hmm. I actually think those noises, noises are hilarious. Really? Yeah. You like that? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't need to hear some kids like Lincoln Park ringtone. <laughs> I mean, everyone who the, the problem. The problem with giving this level of um, of uh, custom uh, customization in games is that most people are terrible. Yeah. Like most people are just terrible human beings. So when you go, hey, here's this thing you can do. They're like, cool, I'm going to put a dick and he's going to say Nazi things and then mm-hmm. I'm going to win the race. Mm-hmm. Like that's what most people do with creativity. Like I'm a full believer that if like the apocalypse happens like within a day or two, the first thing people are making is just like Dicks, and yep. you know this is what, you give us you, like spore happen. You give us create a character. Well, the first mode. cave paintings. That the first cave paintings. <laughs> all we do, we are inherently gross, disgusting five year olds. Like, and if you give us that much power, we will use it for evil. To be fair, Nintendo's done a good job moderating the community. Yeah. You know, it's pretty clean. They are they they are aware that they it's are because they can't talk to each other. That they know, but you can <laughs> send drawings and do all these things and like very little stuff slips through, mm-hmm. but it is a ton of work too. Yeah. Right? Like mm. moderation is a lot of work. Like you see this in our comments on IGN, like you you have people complaining about, you know, somebody posting a nude picture of someone and it's up there for for a couple of minutes. Like you should see the stuff we delete. Oh, yeah. I mean, the amount of content, the amount of posts that are deleted from just jackalopes that sign on just to cause ruckus is huge every day, right? Is that his username, Jackalope? Jackalope. Yeah, your your description of uh, how many drawings have probably had to be deleted. Like, I just picture in my mind I guarantee a you. room in NCL where it's nothing but guys looking at Meverse posts and going, nope. So, nope, I actually, nope, hit the we, button. we used to be in the same building with MySpace when IGN, uh, we, had, uh, our, um, we had an office in Los Angeles mm-hmm. and we were part of News Corp at the time, right? We're no longer part of News Corp. Um, and you would walk through MySpace and there would be an army of people and they'd have on their monitors just porn images scrolling the entire time, just porn images, and they'd go like, no, 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 no. <laughs> They're literally sitting there clicking on the images to weed them out of the feed. And then sometimes, then sometimes it's like two beach balls and they're like, okay. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's a, that's um, an interesting wow. game. It was a machine of just saying no to things that were inappropriate being uploaded. And it had to be How a human. D- it had to be a human. You can't oh, have an algorithm. Of course, it yeah. It was because otherwise dozens, you stop the beach balls because they look like <laughs> dozens <laughs> of people around the clock. It was like you know, like a chicken factory, like oh, chickens. Man. How do you come home yeah. from? Well, honey, how was your day today? I, was, I deleted like just 30. deleted ten thousand. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little excited. <laughs> I'm a little. Ex- uh-huh. I'm completely desensitized to all things. I like sex. how we we totally got off topic. So yeah, yeah. a little bit. Jose hates that. No, yeah. we we could do it once per show. A- so additions to Mario Kart, show. apart from the great DLC like new tracks and yeah. GPs and all. All that and characters, uh, in in game voice chat, 
when you're racing, so many times now it has turned into a frustration when I'm racing with friends and like somebody nails me at the finish line in just the excruciating 15 seconds before you can say, you God! you know, you want to, you want to tell people that you just dropped into last place because yeah. of their evil doing yeah. or your own suckitude. Um, and then I think the, the arenas for battle mode are yep. a must. I, I feel yeah. like that mode is dead the way it is. Yep. I wish uh, – oh, wait, if, or if you're done, I have That's one it. thing. I, I kind of agree with Andrew because I feel like – I um, I wish more you – if you're using the, the Wii U Pro Controller or Wii Remote and Nunchuck Controller, I just wish it would throw the additional UI stuff on the screen. Mm-hmm. Like automatically it doesn't do that. Also, I wish it, uh, multiplayer wasn't a separate garden. I wish it would just be super easy drop in, drop out. If I'm in the middle of a race and someone – like we, we're, we were playing over here the other day, uh, me and um, – I forget who I was racing with, but someone in the office. And a third person came over and said, like, oh, can I play too? And I'm like, man, I got to back out all these menus. I got to yeah, stop yeah, the race. Yeah, I was like, yeah. no offense, but no thanks. Yeah. And I, that person looked really sour at me. But I'm just like, what I just don't want to do all that work. Like, yeah. d- d- for a race that's going to take like two minutes? Like, well, no. Yeah. Well, it's the same. Um, and the notification, if I'm playing GP and you're signing on, right? Yeah. Like, I want to know when my friends are on in a yeah. more controlled way. Like, that's a... Well, yeah. and that's why I'm hoping that notification system that's in the latest update mm-hmm. maybe maybe yeah. eventually adapt into that. I mean, get get with it, guys. Like it's time. It mm-hmm. is totally time for you to get on board. And you know what else? It's time for it's time to end the show because we've actually been going for an hour fifteen. Jeez. So thank you. Sorry about that, guys. Blabbermouth. Thank you very much. I'll do that. The dirtiest look from Altano right now. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for listening to uh, IGN's Nintendo Voice Chat, and thank you for all of your support. We had a really good month last month, guys. Like the show blew up download numbers wise and it's because of support from great listeners like you Um, as we've said before on the show please feel free to leave us a review on iTunes let us know what we're doing how we're doing um, and general feedback of course it's great when you say we're awesome but it's also great when you leave detailed feedback as to what you think is missing also Mm -hmm. if you love really good IGN content make sure you check out IGN.com because we have features articles videos sometimes there's a video version of this very podcast that you can watch on the site along with other great stuff Uh, not always related to video games we got TV entertainment uh, movies all that stuff so yeah. I like how you said all this. We've got yeah. TV. we got TV. it all. we got movies. Well, right the here. other kids do. <laughs> uh, and, and guys, it's, it, it's E3 week, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. when you're listening to this, you're very close to seeing all the new game announcements. Hop on IGN. Even if you're at work, your boss is not going to mind if you got a little live player on the side playing mm-hmm. back our show the entire time. You can mute it when you're not interested in a subject. But you know, watch our content. It means a lot to us um, to have people tune in and and you know get yep. all the game announcements through us. We will be live streaming all the all the conferences for you, including the Nintendo Digital Event, on all the platforms that we're on. So that would be you know on the desktop on your computer. You can watch us on the mobile apps. So if you have an Android or an iOS device. Download our native app and you can watch us there. If you have a PS4, you can watch on the PS4. If you have an Xbox 360, you can watch on an Xbox 360. Someday we'll be on the Wii U and the 3DS as well. But, you know, in the meantime, uh, you can use the browsers. All right, cool. So we got a bail. It turns out we actually overbooked and uh, someone else really needs to get in here like 30 minutes ago. Thank you very much again. Please check out all our E3 content. You will see Brian. And you can follow him at on Agent Twitter. Bizzle. Agent Bizzle. You can follow Pear on Twitter at Peer IGN. And you can follow me, uh, Jose underscore Otero. Make sure to check out our E3 pre and post show for Nintendo. It will be worth your time. And Welcome. until Welcome. next time. <laughs> sure. Bye.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.